in the air y'all like you just don't care care, care, care y'all hello Very everybody good. welcome back to another episode of the true again. crime banter podcast you just keep showing up we're doing it and doing it as you said it one time before <laughs> and doing it mediocre doing it okay <laughs> <laughs> well we are back we are back with another episode and uh, once again, you will be taking the lead on tonight's case. Just can't stop. Because I won't lie. We are in the process of trying to buy a place to live. And Which, it's kind of been stressing me out. If you're anywhere in the Seattle area, it's brutal. you we've, know. Yeah, we've been these fortunate million with dollar our one so bedroom far. homes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really Kill hard, you guys. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I've been pretty, st- not stressed out, but... Well, Very kinda. preoccupied with that stuff. Well, and you're working full time, and I'm just over here making coffee three days a week, <laughs> hanging out with our dogs. So but you've been putting in work on that IG. True, true. So, That's yeah. yeah. I guess you're so sweet. <laughs> you make that sound like a big thing. <laughs> but what I'm saying though is, I've just been very uh, um, preoccupied with that, and yeah. so you have been like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do a yeah, second case." Yeah, I have more let's time, it. so let's go. Yeah. So yeah. do you do you have a teaser or anything for this episode, or you want to just uh, um, do some oh. shout outs first? Let's do shout outs. Okay, we'll Sometimes do some I shout outs. I forget to do a I'll teaser. Take care of, yeah, <laughs> okay. I'll take care of the bit of banter, and okay. uh, we'll get into it. So Okay, so I had asked you earlier, because I'm like, I can't remember like what we've shouted out since the last episode, but right. you said in the last one we didn't do any shout outs. No, no. Yeah. Actually, last time we just played that little music yeah. game, which people were a fan of. Yeah. We need to do that again. Um. So a girl named Danny, D-A-N-I, that's all she goes by in her handle, she okay. messaged me and she said, hi, I just wanted to send a quick message to tell you how excited I was to see that you followed me. I didn't even look at your page before returning the follow when I read the true crime part, LOL. Hmm. I listened to your most recent episode yesterday and I'm currently listening to the Dennis Nielsen. Ooh. I think you guys are awesome. I love the banter as much as the stories. So glad you clicked follow so I could do the same. Keep up the awesome work. Heart emoji. Sweet. Well, I'm glad to hear that she uh, likes the banter because I know. some people don't actually, which is weird. <laughs> Not weird as in they don't like I it, know. but I, I understand it, but right. uh, it's a third of our name. Also, so I know. Also, feel free to fast forward, you guys. Like, yeah, You don't have sure. to like riot in the streets. Just yeah. press fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, somebody commented on the John List case that we just did okay. under on our Instagram. Um, somebody by the name of DL underscore JB1983. He said, new listener here, and I am loving your podcast. Thank you. Oh. Little clapping emoji. Well, thank you. And then someone that, <laughs> someone that I'm 99% sure that we've shouted out for, Miss Cuppy. Okay. Yeah, that sounds familiar, right? Um, she... Uh, commented she said sorry i am like all over the place right now 
She commented in all caps on the John List one. She said, yes, 20 <laughs> exclamation points. She said, I've always been fascinated with this okay. case. Yeah, and that's you too. That's You've what I said. That I said that too. I'm like, this is one of my favorites, which is why I chose it. Obviously. And that's one of those ones that I'll listen to 20 different people doing the same podcast because, or the same crazy. episode. It's I just, just love it. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And then just a few more, almost done. Oh, um, I'm in no rush. A handle by the name of Felicia. Oh. <laughs> she messaged. She said, keeps getting better and better. I fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, yes. Felicia. And then Vivian Star underscore. She said, so glad you guys are back. Woohoo. This one was wow. Never heard of it, but you guys crushed it. And then Steffi, which we've shouted at her out before too, 0730. She said, this was a crazy case with the shocked emoji Ooh. next to it. Well. Yeah. It's what we do around here. Yep. We just get crazy. (laughs) That's it. That's all I have. Cool. But I'll take it. Well, thank you, everybody, for the uh, comments and definitely the likes and the reviews. Did you get anything on YouTube or There was a couple. Um, I think I'll save those for the next one. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I just figured, you know, we'll space it out a little bit. Yeah. You know, give them a reason to keep on coming back. (laughs) That's why they're coming back. Yeah. No, thank you guys for... uh, commenting yeah. and liking and reviewing it. even if you privately really message to say it you know that's awesome thank yeah, you no we uh we really like the uh, engagement i suppose and i love interacting because my job gets slow yeah. so thanks for keeping yeah. me entertained you guys so if you guys do want to uh be shouted out go ahead and follow us on instagram at true crime banter uh, i think on youtube is if you search, search true crime banter podcast is the quickest way to pull us up mm-hmm. and then yeah obviously reviews on apple podcasts <laughs> so much enthusiasm under that. Well, I've got a lot of enthusiasm because today I am taking care of the banter again. I don't have a musical game for you. Hmm. I'm sorry. That's okay. But I am bringing back something that I did on my own from back oh, in the day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. The Craigslist Chronicles. Get ready, y'all. So, this was before I met Riley, yes, by the way. This was pre- almost, almost 10 years ago, probably what, eight years ago, I would say, that I started doing this. And I got a lot of great feedback on it, but <laughs> it was, <laughs> I'm just, so everybody knows Craigslist. Of course. Everybody knows that's that it's I a place. where I find all my friends. Well, that's the thing. So to me, growing up, Craigslist, especially in like the uh, import tuner car enthusiast genre, it's like, this is where you buy like cheap car parts or totally. you cheap cars, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Cheap furniture. I think I bought a table one time off of it. Free animals. <laughs> exactly. Actually, I think this cat right here I yep. got off of Craigslist yep. for like five bucks. Yep. <laughs> so still overpaid for him. Yep. But, <laughs> Buy a lot. <laughs> uh, there is sections on Craigslist for interacting with people. And one of my favorite sections is missed connections. Oh, hell so yeah. So I pulled up a couple missed connections from our area here in the greater greater Ooh, seattle area and i want to see someone we know maybe yeah possibly you <laughs> <laughs> and i want to know um we're gonna give out some free advice for these people i think oh. or maybe we're gonna look into uh what the situation was like real quick because let's some just of these, do it yeah let's just go so this one Jump is titled right um hot older babe qfc in lacy <laughs> okay here we go <laughs> hot babe in qfc in lacy yelm highway and College Street. You give me the hand job sign, reach out. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the, Wait. Uh, the 
the English in this post not very well. Okay. Uh, hot babe in QFC in Lacey, Yelm Highway, and College Street. You give me the hand job sign. Reach out. What is the hand job sign? I mean, I. Think, is it literally I mean, just a, like a like, homeless sign, but hand jobs for sale or something? <laughs> or maybe she like like Mimed did like it? the motion. Maybe is are people in QFCs doing this? I always thought. I mean, growing she's up, a hot older babe. Listen, so. I always thought QFC growing up was like the uh, the best of the best. It was like Whole Foods <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was just I like a little I didn't know you ranked grocery stores as a child. It's, it's, wow. it's like Fred Meyer or Kroger for some people elsewhere. And it's just like a, a, a smaller version of it. Yeah. Like it doesn't have the home stuff in it, just a grocery. So can I ask how long ago that was posted? Um, Like recently? Yeah, this is all within, like this was the most recent post on wow. the first page of it. So within you know, the last I wish month. there was a way to follow this up, like to ever find out if he found true love. I agree. Yeah, because. Or he, she, uh, whatever. And also he said hand job sign in the period and said reach out. Like, is he hoping that she's reach reading out. this? Yes, as he's there in front of her, like. <laughs> Come on, reach out, hand job sign lady. I don't know. I'm not sure. Is either. that all that one says? That's all it says. Do you have another one? Oh, I got a, a few other okay, ones. Okay, I'm excited. This one is Scuba Guy, April 22nd in Edmonds. And I'm also thinking, you know what? This is local. And if anybody, oh, yeah. any local listeners are listening, I'm, maybe we can like, Oh, know, maybe you know, play be, Cupid. Be some matchmakers. Play banter Cupid-ish. Yeah, yeah in a roundabout way. TCC. Craigslist kind of worked, I guess, yeah. then, if we got them together, but... I'm guessing this is scuba in our area. People will scuba in freezing fucking water yes. down by Actually, the beach. Actually, you know what? I forgot about that. We went down to the ferry one time and saw people just yeah. randomly They've been doing it diving. forever. I mean, so. I grew up here, and I remember being a kid and watching these old chunky men <laughs> suit up in these wetsuits and flip-flop like penguins out to the beach. Did you ever uh, park next to them in a Volvo? No. Because this one begins. Continue. I parked next to you in the Volvo. I was with my niece. I looked at you, you looked back at me and smiled. Let me know if it means anything. Uh, I know, very vague, right? Maybe he was smiling at your knees. I hope not. Wait, he's like a young girl? I'm not I don't sure. Know. I can't tell. I hope so, not. So uh, maybe if you guys are out there and you're listening and you uh, take advantage of Craigslist missed connections, let's be a little more uh, proactive in, in describing the situation yeah <laughs> and not for the misconnection part i just want it for my own entertainment <laughs> so for, for yeah, this I, segment this one yeah. yeah exactly that was a little weird one um here's an interesting one it's titled older male in Edmonds," because none of them have been interesting so far well this one is uh for the the older male in Edmonds. it says we smiled multiple times in pcc oh, God. i was trying to hide my package but i think you noticed and that's it <laughs> What? This could be me? What? Could I be the older male? No. Come on. What? Ew, what? <laughs> Was someone so, trying to hide their package? Obviously, from this me? is gay, right? I mean, this is like a gay misconnection. It could Because I'm like, what? package. Yeah. Does a woman have a package? I mean, I'm trying to think. Doesn't it usually say like male seeking male or woman seeking male I'm or sure something? It, I thought it, it usually does. In some situations, this one certainly doesn't. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of older people, though, this one is, is titled Sexy Grandma at Walmart. Okay. And it just says, I couldn't pass on an opportunity to make you smile. That's it? <laughs> that's, that's, li it that's literally it. <laughs> that's literally it. Oh, my God. Literally people. it. Yeah. Uh, 
Exactly. Now so I, I got two Now more. I hope you never find love. This is <laughs> the worst amount of effort I've ever heard. You you made me smile. That's it. Come see me. I where? can't tell you where we met, but I made you smile. Okay, uh, I got two more. This one's a little bit nicer. This one I think is a good one to end on, but then I found the last one that I'm going to tell you, and I'm like, this one is the one we have to end on. All right, really quick side note. If this has worked for anybody before, and if there's a sex, sex, successful relationship (laughs) out there. Or a successful (laughs) relationship. Listen, if this has worked out for you, please reach out. Yes, I need to know. Yeah. For, again, my own entertainment. Yeah. Uh, This one is titled Lady at Round One. It says, to the lady in the round one took Willa parking lot, who was looking for Greyhound fare. I really hope things went okay. I prayed for your safety, and I'm sorry I couldn't do more to help out with whatever was going on. Please be well. So that one's just a kind one. That is kind. Yeah. I thought, oh, you know what? Misconnections isn't filled with weirdos. This is clearly a person that was just hoping the best for someone. Yeah, he seems normal. Yeah. Okay, next one. And the last one is titled, Dead Body. Mm. Last week I posted about the guy coming to me about the dead body in the woods. The police <laughs> determined it was natural causes. Just an update if anyone was interested. It was at an undeveloped park in Kenmore. What? I was like, wait, an undeveloped what? park in Kenmore is like minutes away from us. And we lived there at one yes. point and it's the bougiest area. Like it's so, so nice. I'm like there was Who a dead is dying body there. Dying from and natural also, causes. Why is this under misconnections? Why is hey, someone just posting like about said, this on like a blog or something? Just an update for anyone who's interested. I'm just you know well, you know what? I used to be a part of the Kenmore Neighborhood Facebook page or whatever. Be, That's huh? where you would post it. Why did you stop posting? Because we moved. I no longer care about what's happening in wow. Kenmore until now. Or, now I'm very intrigued. Or maybe you were afraid that you would be caught. Okay, anyway. It's <laughs> not funny. Anyway. True. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I was briefly, I thought, you know what? Let's see what Miss Connections has for us. And uh, I don't think it disappointed now, I will tell you, moving forward, this will be returning, and there's going to be a lot more interesting <laughs> and I don't stories. Care what you say. <laughs> because, yes, I've covered uh, many a cases from the misconnection section. And there's another section that maybe I'll, I'll bring up. Is there somewhere that people can go listen to your old ones? Is that nope. anywhere? <laughs> all right. They've all been deleted, guys. Actually, you know what they are? I think if they can figure out who I am and then end up. Just YouTube. It'll be like a little prize for all their hard work. Oh, God. I am so sorry for all that hard work. Anyways, we have just uh, dragged on this banter quite a bit. To all the people that like the banter, you're welcome. (laughs) To the people that don't, I'm sorry. Oops. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, as you adjust your mic, just a little bit. Are you good? Yeah, you good? Yeah, you good? (laughs) So good. Are you doing all right? Oh, I'm doing great. Okay. Let's, uh, Let's go ahead and get this party started. I did want to preface this with a warning that this case does talk about the sexual assault of minors and other graphic material, like very graphic. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, if you're okay with that, proceed. If not, we'll catch you on the next one. This case is pretty long and twisted, so I figured it would be best to start from the beginning instead of talking about the crimes and trying to fill in the blanks and things like that. So, buckle up. Nathaniel Bar Jonah, born David Paul Brown, was born February 15, 1957. For storytelling's sake, I'm just going to call him Nathaniel. It's a okay. long name. 
From early on, it was clear that Nathaniel wasn't like most children. It was only at the age of six that he lured a five-year-old girl who lived next door down to his basement, telling her that he had received a Ouija board for his birthday. Once the door was shut behind them, he tried strangling the girl. But luckily, Nathaniel's mother was upstairs and heard the screams of the girl and came rushing downstairs. He never got in trouble for this, and the girl was sent home. At the age of 13, Nathaniel lured a six-year-old boy to a hill under the ruse of wanting to go sledding, but instead, he sexually assaulted the young boy. A few years later, he tried again to lure two boys riding bikes to a local cemetery, but the boys grew suspicious and left. We find out later that he actually intended to murder them. Let's Wait, what age was that? few years later so at the age of 13 he lured the six-year-old and then a few years years later later, whatever that may be fast forward now and nathaniel is a senior in high school this is where he started impersonating a police officer which is how he was able to abduct eight-year-old richard o'connor he raped and strangled the young boy inside of his car luckily a neighbor saw the abduction and called the cops where they tracked him down with the vehicle description Inside the car, they found the boy unconscious, bloodied, and having defecated and urinated on himself due to the sexual assault. He was on the verge of death. Nathaniel was arrested and then placed on probation for this incident. That's it. Probation. Now, was he only 17 at the time? Senior in high school, I mean, uh, yeah, maybe. I'm assuming that's probably But this why is not the first time light. he gets a slap on the wrist. Yeah. A few days before his graduation... Nathaniel drove to nearby city of Hartford, Connecticut, where he once again pretended to be a cop. This time he abducted a nine-year-old girl. The girl started vomiting and convulsing from the assault, and Nathaniel freaked out and basically tossed the girl from the car. You said nine. She was nine, yeah. Someone saw the child being tossed and wrote down his license plate, leading to his arrest. However, this incident never made it back to his probation officer from his first crime, and he was soon released in 1976, along with a thank you letter for his cooperation. Wow. It's not too long after his probation ended that he started up again. It was September of 1977 that Nathaniel pretended to be an undercover FBI agent and convinced two boys who were leaving the movies to get into his vehicle. He then drove the boys to a secluded area where he handcuffed them and tortured them. So Nathaniel was a big dude. A whopping, and I don't know if this is correct, a few websites said this, that he was 375. Holy cow. Okay. Yes. Big dude is an understatement. Yeah, which choosing child-sized victims, I mean, yeah. seems obviously shittier than, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's easier well, for him to yeah, it's even, use I mean, his size against if smaller anything, kids. If anything, it makes more sense, not more sense, Yeah. if you're that big, yeah, you can't. I'm sorry, any, any regular size, an, an adult, yeah. is just going to be able to get away from right. you. Right. So and it, it says sh- that he fluctuated between 275 and 375, so either way, a big Still person. A big yeah. yeah. And I put it in here that, like, normally... Probably more dangerous at 275. Yeah. And normally the size doesn't matter, but in this case, it was something that he actually used to his advantage. I'm sure. So, in this case, he used his weight to jump on the chest of one of the boys repeatedly, attempting to kill him that way. The fuck? Yeah. So he thought it worked, and he ended up leaving this child, like, out in the woods, and he ended up taking the other kid with him in his trunk. Wow. What Nathaniel didn't know is that the boy had actually survived and managed to find help. 
leading the police to Nathaniel and thankfully finding the boy alive in his trunk still. Thank goodness, right? Yeah. For this crime, he was convicted of attempted murder and received the max sentence of 18 to 20 years. While the, I'm, how, how old was he? At, like tw- mid Late 20s, I'm guessing? 77, you said, right? So he's probably 26 or mm-hmm. so. Yeah, so in 1976, he was released, and then not too long after September okay. 77. Yep. Yep. All right, so he's late 20s at this point. Mm-hmm. While in prison, Nathaniel was transferred to Bridgewater State Hospital in 1984. This is where he changed his name to Nathaniel Benjamin Levi Barjona. Gotcha. Yes, which is why I'm just calling him Nathaniel, because yeah. this is all a mess. When asked why the name changed, he gave several reasons. One being that he, quote, wanted to know what it was like to be discriminated against and persecuted as a Jew, end quote. In a later interview, he claimed he was Jewish and wanted his name to reflect that. Yes. Okay. So, I don't know. We're all different. He purposely wanted to be discriminated against. I hate to be a broken record. How... When, how old was he when he decided to change his name? I mean, this was after he was arrested, State Hospital 1984. Yeah, so 1984. Okay, so mid-80s, I don't, again, we weren't alive during these times, but was the name Nathaniel, this Jewish name? I think it's Barjona. Oh, okay. Levi, I think it's the last name. Oh, gotcha, okay. Because I'm like... (laughs) People call you Nathaniel. I like to have a Nathaniel like friend. Nate. I'm not being like, hey, are you Jewish? Like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, not yeah. going to discriminate them for yeah. having the name Nathaniel, but okay. That makes a little more so sense. So later that same year, Superior Court Judge Walter ruled that Massachusetts had failed to prove that Nathaniel was dangerous and that then he was released from before moving to Great Falls, Montana. Okay. So apparently, trying the to the murder two children. Lawyers, and yeah. The prosecutors are, are yeah. representing these yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely and terrible. What's that going on? Wow. Yeah. So, honestly, too, though, I mean, I think we've heard this before, and it still happens nowadays. But it definitely was a lot. Like, I think things are more in the favor of the victim these days versus back then. Most people, especially if something happened to a child, the parents did not want to put them through it again. Yeah. So they didn't have the kids take the stand. They honestly ended up just moving away and trying to start over and forget it. So I can see why maybe not having somebody to testify against him, and they were like, let's just drop it. Like, yeah, and, you know, I'm sure as It's just weird that, like, that's not, quote-unquote, dangerous, is catching him with the kid in his trunk and him attempting to crush a child. Yeah, we we talk about sometimes the politics of, uh, um, I guess, the the court system or things all over the world, but... When you're talking about someone being incarcerated, uh, the reason for incarcerating people is, is it to rehabilitate them, you know, or is it to just keep them in jail forever? Yeah. And I guess so, it depends what state you're in. That's right. how they see it. And if you've got somebody who, who was already in jail, if you're, if the judge is someone that wants to say, look, our system works, this guy's better now, you know, they might have an underlying reason to, uh, want to say yeah this guy's this guy's ready to go like he's he's rehabilitated he's ready to be reintroduced back into our society when uh, i mean you still get that today i I just saw a story not long ago where a guy gets let free after like 20 years in prison and then immediately goes on a meth rampage Mm. like trying to cut people 
It's maybe, like, maybe we'll talk about that on the next gosh. one. Gosh. Yeah. Anyways. So this is where like it gets a little bit more fucked up. Okay. And this is where it kind of starts to show like there's more than just like this murderous kind of something. Yeah. A lot more. So during the time that he was seeing psychiatrists before he was released at the state hospital, he admitted to the psychiatrist that he had fantasies about abducting, murdering, and eating children. And now you, it's already been disturbing up to this point. Right, yeah. So if it's getting worse now. Yeah. So after one month of being released from the Bridgewater Hospital, Nathaniel observed a seven-year-old boy sitting alone in a car outside of a post office, and he entered the vehicle, sitting on the boy's chest. A witness saw this along with the boy's mother, and they rushed out, causing him to flee. Luckily, an officer, who had actually been his arresting officer 15 years earlier, recognized him. I mean, he's pretty distinguishable at 275 to 375. Um, And he was arrested for this attack. Nathaniel's defense was that he had, quote, entered the vehicle to get out of the rain, end quote. Right. But later admitted he intended to kill the boy. And for this crime, he was sentenced to probation again in Montana. How much more do they need? I the, Exactly. Said, I've, yeah, I wanted to kill another boy. Yeah. It's not even like it's a... It's only my fourth one it's I've not like to a, kill. like a... I, I don't want this to come off bad, but it's not like a straight, like, I'm uh, attacking... Like, I'm, like, hitting kids. I'm like, these are all, like, attempted murders. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, again... And sexual assault. 300-plus right. pound dude on a child... Like, a child child. Seven right. years old. You just... Even if they're, you know, a big seven-year-old... No, it's a child. Yeah, he said he didn't see the boy in the car. <laughs> oh, so it was a tiny seven-year-old that you already said, yeah. <laughs> admitted to, yeah, I was trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I don't Piece know. Piece of shit. Yeah. So this brings us to February 6th, 1996. This is where things kind of ramp up as far as uh, people are paying more attention to him after this. Ten-year-old Zachary Ramsey was headed to school around 7.30 a.m. on foot. He took his usual route through an alleyway and was wearing a blue denim jacket with green sleeves, a blue football jersey with his name printed on the back in gold lettering, stonewashed jeans, and black high-top sneakers. A family that lived near the alley reported seeing Zachary along with seeing an off-white four-door car almost run him over. Someone else reported seeing Zachary in the alley and said it appeared as if he was waiting for someone. Another witness said they saw Zachary in the alley and he seemed distressed and that there was, quote, an obese adult male following him, end quote. About 745, a few feet behind him. Oh, sound familiar. Someone said they saw Nathaniel standing near a dumpster, and someone else said they saw him wearing a blue police jacket. So now we have people being able to identify him and put him in the alley. And I put in all caps on here. We have a ton of witnesses. Yes. Which, in most cases, we don't have anything. So this is right. amazing. We and have actual witnesses, eyes. But it matches up with perfectly yeah who this could be yeah and the timeline and everything yeah. somewhere between where the alleyway meets the main road zachary disappeared and has never been seen or heard from again which amazes me since there was so many witnesses that mm-hmm. you saw everything else except him being abducted or who knows what happened to him police never stopped searching this entire time and years later police discovered that nathaniel actually had access to his mother's off-white four-door 1978 toyota mm. corolla on the exact day that Zachary went missing. Weird. After a little more digging, they found out that Nathaniel didn't actually go to work on the day that Zach went missing. And he didn't go to work for the few days following 
the, the disappearance as well. So here's where it all kind of starts piling up. On one of the searches of his home, police found hundreds of pictures of young children, young boys, along with undeveloped film of Nathaniel and three identified little boys in sexual positions. Police also found a list of boys' names, like hundreds, which included previous victims and a Zachary Ramsey, spelled wrong, but close enough that police could kind of make the link. Right next to Zachary's name was the word in all caps, DIED. Not only that, but dozens of newspaper clippings were found in his apartment about Zachary's disappearance. And on top of that, a former roommate of Nathaniel said he found clothes in their apartment that appeared to match the kind that Zachary was wearing when he went missing, along with bloody gloves. Another roommate said he would often bring up Zachary's case out of nowhere just to talk about it. In one of these many searchers, searchers, searches, investigators found notebooks that seemed to have writings of strange characters and that the writings seemed weird and they seemed coded. So this is where the FBI stepped in and they helped decode it and discovered it was actually Nathaniel mentioning torturing and eating children. There was also recipes involving children's body parts. Phrases such as little boy stew, little boy pot pies, and lunch is served on the patio with roasted child. Why? Why? <laughs> what do you mean? Just, why? You, These people are fucking fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. Like, you you got to give it names and recipe names. Like you're oh, looking yeah. at delish.com over here. Yeah. Gross. Right. I. Just continue. I've got a lot to say, but (laughs) continue. In Nathaniel's garage, they found a large stained section of plywood that seemed to have been scrubbed with bleach and also struck several times with a meat cleaver, almost as if it had been used as a cutting board. After spraying luminol, police saw the word Tita, T-I-T-A, appear that had been written on the floor. In blood, then. Yes. Police linked this to James Tita, T-E-T-A, who was 15-year-old boy who had been found raped and strangled in 1973. This would make Nathaniel That's 16 at the ago. time, right? Yeah. So, I mean, a 16-year-old raping and killing 15-year-old, he might have been a big kid back then too. I mean, yeah. you know, trying to take on someone your own size back then, but maybe not, maybe it was big, I don't know. But I was doing the math, I'm like, how old would we have been? But about the same age. Mm-hmm. As police continued asking questions, following up on alibis, asking neighbors, you know, um, their point of view of him and all that kind of stuff, they discovered that in the days after Zachary Ramsey went missing, Nathaniel actually had cookouts for his neighbors where he served deer burgers Mm. that people said tasted strange. He told people that he had gone hunting and where he had killed, butchered, and wrapped the meat personally, but... Nathaniel didn't own a gun or a hunting license. Credit card records also show that he didn't do any grocery shopping or pick up any food for a month after Zachary went missing. So I put in here this could mean a couple different things. You don't have to legally own a gun to go hunting. You don't have to have a hunting license to go hunting. There are ways to kind of go around this. And then on top of that, he could have already been stocked up on food. He didn't have to go shopping again for another month. It happens. Maybe he already had a backup of actual whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's so much more evidence, you know, that it's like, eh, Yeah, when you, you know? already admitted that you have fantasies about yeah. killing and eating children. Yeah, right. And, and it adds up that 
and you found the blood in the garage and and the word and then there's like all these like naked kid pictures and there's a list of boys like it it Mm -hmm. goes on and on right so not only all of that damning evidence but hairs that resembled human hairs had been found inside a meat grinder in his home they also did an excavation at a place that he used to live at and they found 21 bone fragments all belonging to a boy between the age of 8 and 13 they couldn't examine the pipes because the new tenants had changed them due to them always being clogged. Weird. Sound familiar? <laughs> right? DNA from the hair in the meat grinder and bone fragments found actually belonged to two different African-American males, neither of whom was Zachary Ramsey. So forget the fact that you still haven't found Zachary. Who are these no, two kids? No, you got others. It still matches to a human. Yeah. Two humans. So Zachary's mother refused to believe that her son was dead. Or that Nathaniel had anything to do with it. This is just heartbreaking because she's clearly in denial. Yeah. You know? And she wants to believe so badly that he's alive. Right. That she's willing to defend someone who clearly has such a strong link to him. Yeah, it would be tough because that last thing you want to think is this is how your son went out. Right. And what didn't help was that a psychic had actually told Zachary's mom that Zachary was out living in Italy somewhere all fine and dandy, and she believed it. Well, she's a psychic, so she knows. Right. And obviously, we can't say anything about parents. Like, we've heard this so many times. They hold on to anything. And the charges against Nathaniel were dropped after Zachary's mother said that she would defend him if charges were brought against him in court. And on top of that, they also didn't have enough concrete evidence they didn't find Zachary's DNA. They didn't find his bone yeah. fragments, you know? So it seems like there's all this stuff. Right. But it comes, yeah, it's, it's, as far as Zachary goes, it's not super exactly. strong. Exactly. It comes down to it where we've talked about, you know, cases where there's no dead body. So how do you prove there's right. murder? So but there's a lot of other yeah. evidence going on here. Right. So the police move forward trying to get any other charges relating to some kind of victim, right? Yeah. Two names on the list that I mentioned earlier. Um, belonged to two boys who were in those sexually explicit photos with him. And they happened to live in the same apartment complex as Nathaniel. One of the boys confirmed that uh, Nathaniel invited them to a sleepover where he molested them. The other boy, however, actually visited Nathaniel in prison and wrote a letter telling everyone that he was innocent and that nothing happened. And I put on here possible Stockholm Syndrome, you know, like, you know. They were able to get him on these charges, and he went to prison for sexual assault, aggravated kidnapping, and assault with a deadly weapon. And I put on here that um, the deadly weapon part, apparently, like, it's not mentioned in a lot of the research on him, but there was another side story where he actually was practicing, I I always say this wrong, erotic asphyxiation with one of the boys and the weapon, the quote-unquote weapon he used to do the like choking part of it that's what the weapon was yeah so it wasn't like a gun or anything like that but um so that's where that charge came from so he was sentenced to 130 years in 2002 after only serving six years for his crimes he was found dead in his cell from a heart attack related to his obesity and in 2011 zachary ramsey's father had him legally declared dead against the wishes of zachary's mother yeah I mean, that's, you're going on 20, 20 yeah, years, I think. something like that, that, right? That's uh, where the story ends. This is uh, a situation where we are in a better spot now because of 
I, I guess, people like this that happened in the past. Because if you're telling me that somebody was six years old attempting to kill someone, and then throughout their entire childhood growing up, they're showing these signs mm-hmm. of trying to hurt people. Right. They are going to be in therapy. Yeah. Like, nowadays. I couldn't find anything about, like, his parents or... Yeah. Well, it I, just... I think because this case is so gross I mean, and graphic and I don't say interesting, but it's... There's more... Yeah, there's a lot more detail on that Curiosity part the... that people have with something like this rather than just, sorry to say, but like a straight-up homicide. Like, there's so right. many weird details on this that I think people sometimes forget like oh were his parents abusive to him did they touch him is that where this comes from like there's really not a lot about that when all that started all this stuff started happening i don't think that was a ever um a a thought that people had if you were a neighbor or you know somebody in the town that saw this on the news and you see these stories about this teenager attempting to hurt you know a seven or eight nine-year-old you're not thinking, well, I mean, maybe you're thinking, what are their parents doing? You know, what's going on? But nowadays, I feel like it'd be easy for, especially for us, because we're involved in this yeah. constantly. But be like, if this dude's killing a cat, people are going to say, this dude's going to be a serial killer. Right, right, so right. So, let alone what he's doing. Humans, right. Then, yeah, we're going to get him some help. Yeah. That's nowadays. Yeah. Back then, I don't know if it was just like, hey, you need to, uh, ground your kid more often mm-hmm. or something like yeah hey, we, we we need to look forward for his future to see if he's going to be killing like i don't know yeah. if that was ever a thought back then but right. nowadays we're lucky because of people like this where he's shown from a very young age that uh yeah something's wrong and you can kind of pick up on that now yeah so yeah that's where it ends it seems like all of that stuff all these gory details all this gross unfortunate and super like sad facts about these kids being abused and then more kids being abused and then dead and then finding all the stuff and then it just comes in and he just dies in yeah, his cell. Yeah, it kind of feels like you don't get enough. There's no retribution. Yeah, or, and or, he never said where Zachary was. He always, you know, denied that. And, and he only got he's only charged on the account what he did to two children. Yeah, and which one of them, obviously, and, luckily, he yeah. would not have stopped if he was no, free. No, for sure, but that's like... That was the, uh, you know, punishment for two. And yeah, how many others? If he has this list, if he has the names of people, you know, that went missing 30 years ago in blood, like Tita, you know? Yeah. What about that kid? Also, like, why would you write that? Because you're fucked up in the head, obviously. It's like, weird. Like, you have a whole notebook. I mean, just write in your notebook. Yeah. You already I, wrote everyone else's name in there. Like, Maybe he was just in there, and this sounds really bad, but, like, if he's actually using that as a cutting board in his garage, you mm-hmm. know, where they found that, that's also where they found th- that writing in blood. Yeah, but— So you maybe all... he was doing something to the kid, and there was blood, and he's like, well, I might as well make use of this and write something. It just yeah. seems weird. Why you didn't write you anything wonder, else in blood? It just makes that? you wonder if Tita was his first victim, because you're saying that that kid went missing when he would have been 16 years old. When Nathaniel would have been 16 years old, right? No, that's a different one, I think. Sorry, these notes are like... Yeah, let's just go back. And then you tell me. Oh. Yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. Sorry, there's so much information in my brain. No, so... Yeah. Yeah, if, if he was 16 years old when this happened, 
it probably is one of his first victims, if not the first one he actually ended up killing. Because you said he was 16 years right. old when you tried to attack so him. So he didn't kill Tita in the garage. No. He just wrote his name. Exactly. Almost which like a still, tribute. Which is still thing, weird. But... Still weird. Yeah, but I agree. Obviously, all of the stuff he's doing is fucked up. So, yeah. anyway, that's it. <sighs> I know. I feel like I. Now that I'm like, you know, just because I've been doing the, all the notes and stuff and the research, I've just kind of been in the middle of it. But now that i like done the storytelling part of it and I'm at the end, I'm like, well, that was... It kind of falls off a cliff sometimes. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like really unsatisfying. Like yeah, there's not really an... Yeah. Like now it's just done. Yeah. There's... I mean, I, I feel like that's the situation with a lot of these cases though. Yeah. Whether... It, I mean, that's the reality of... Uh, anything really involved in true crime and murder yeah. or death where no matter what it doesn't matter if the person you know gets killed by if the person that they killed or something or like the family members go after the guy that did something like yeah there's nothing that can be done after something's done that feels like it's enough to yeah right, make right. Up for it mm-hmm. and so and then yeah you get a situation like this where it just seems like there's so much more that he probably likely did oh yeah that he never faced and the families never will get any answers because obviously he's dead and gone but Mm -hmm. there's just he it seemed like he got away with it yeah for the most part and well he did for a long time yeah just kept on getting away and then what six years of prison yeah like come on now anyway yeah that's it wow well, fuck you, Nathaniel. Yeah. I'll fuck see you. you in hell when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is, yeah, hopefully, you know, it's, when you started off with a six-year-old attacking a five-year-old, it's like, okay, this is different, because you just don't hear about, right. about children, um, you hear of like misbehaved like kids, but not like that. Yeah, and usually like, it is like, oh, these guys like to catch bugs and just stomp on them or kill them, things like that. I mean, you know? I tried and to strangle my sister, but that was like, it was just a fun. game, yeah, <laughs> and like I stopped each yeah. time. Yeah, just as she passed out. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, shout wake out up. Joey Toast. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, thank you for bringing that case to the light. You're um, welcome. It always seems weird to say thank you, doesn't it? Because these things are always fucked up. We're like, yeah, thank but, you for telling me about this disgusting thing that happened. But, but again, it, we don't know who is listening to this or and if they have somebody in their life that shows any signs of, you know, what Nathaniel showed in his oh God. childhood. Hopefully you not, need but. to not be listening to this. You need to be going to yeah. the psychiatrist yeah. you just you yeah. never know what could come from right from any of these cases true so true true thank you for that um, yeah. i hope everybody enjoyed it i know i did yeah. um yeah and i think that's all we got for today so yeah. i hope everyone enjoyed the uh, craigslist missed connections <laughs> at the beginning and <laughs> mm-hmm. again follow us uh at all the places yep. just search true crime banter or true crime banter podcast yeah and you'll uh, find us yeah Thank you guys for listening, and I suppose we'll just uh, talk to you next time. Catch you on the flippity flip. Take care.